Hello and welcome to Called Bank Sports. Um, while the final score isn't entirely indicative indicative of how the Jazz fared tonight, um, they, they ended up losing one thirty two to one hundred six. I think it's fair to say that they got trounced tonight by the Los Angeles Clippers. And while there's definitely a lot of depth to what happened, I never really thought that I'd be saying this year that the Jazz lost a game because they couldn't make two point shots. Um, they were fine from three. They hit 19 of 44 attempts, 43%. Absolutely fine. Obviously, had they made more than that, that would have helped a lot. But from the field, they shot 42.9%. So they shot, I mean, albeit 0.3% less. But from like, they shot a lower field goal percentage as a whole than they shot from behind the arc. So they just could not get their tip-ins, could not get their layups, just really struggled getting those two-point shots. And while there's definitely more stats to dive into, that is my big takeaway from this, is just that in a kind of a crazy turn of events, instead of the Jazz losing a game because their three-point shooting was off for a night, they lost a game because um, their two-point shooting was off for a night, which definitely does in part speak to... um, the interior defense of the Clippers. And this game um, definitely wasn't the most exciting game as a Jazz fan. It was disappointing in a lot of ways. But it is important to remember that the Jazz are still up 2-1. They won the first two games of the series. Um, Hopefully Mike Conley is back in game four. I personally am not expecting to see him until game five. But, I mean, there's some rumblings. I believe Doris Burke said that Quinn Snyder said he was hopeful for today. So if he was hopeful for today, that means like with another day with another day's rest, he might be ready come Monday. I'm not sure there, but I will. But that him coming back will help the Jazz in a lot of ways, and I think is why I'm a lo- really confident the Jazz are going to win this series because of what they've done without him on the court and the fact that they will get him back onto the court sooner rather than later. Um, running down just the team stats a bit more. The Clippers also hit 19 threes. They were 19 of 36, so they shot over 50% from the field that from three, which definitely helped them, and were 56.2% from three. So, the, sorry, from the field as a whole. So the Jazz overall um, just were completely outshot tonight, and that is really big. When the other team makes 14 more shots than you, and again, these are kind of skewed because of four to five minutes of garbage time, but it's going to be really hard to win a game so I I truly look at this and feel like this was kind of a fluke and thankfully um in another game where the Jazz struggled in the first half in game one they were able to come back and win it if they didn't win that game we're looking at a very different um series right now with the Jazz down to one without calmly having played um Jazz lost the rebounding well Jazz lost the rebounding battle which definitely doesn't help 41 to 38 um, they were better at the fr- at the free throw line shooting, 15 of 17 compared to 13 of 16. Um, less assists for the Jazz, which never bodes well. Well, and the Jazz had seven more turnovers than the Clippers. So, oh, and the Jazz points in, were outscored by 12 points in the paint. So, again, just really the Jazz just kind of got outmatched everywhere in this game except for at the free throw line. And when you lose in that many categories, it's hard to win a game. So. I don't expect to see this happen again this series, no matter how good uh, the Clippers are. And the really the individual sto- scores 
um, the individual games that set this game apart, let me set up here a bit, were Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both going for 30-plus. Leonard went for 34, um, and Paul George went for 31. And that's something they both haven't been able to do. They've both been able to go 20-plus. But then when they're both able to go 30-plus, that's points that the Jazz just weren't able to get back from their players today. Well, nobody on the Jazz really played terrible. I mean, everyone put up points. I think the most disappointing point performance is Bojan with only nine. And that really did not help the Jazz be as successful as they could have today. Um, And Clarkson with 14. So when you look at Kawhi Leonard and Paul George having the best game of their series, and Jordan Clarkson and Bogdanovich both not performing as well as we would have liked, that kind of shows really that 12 to 15 point 12 to 16 point deficit that the Jazz just were not able to get out of um, in the second half. So just looking at it from that perspective, it things went exactly wrong for the Jazz and exactly right for the Clippers. And we've seen that the Clippers are going to need that to happen for them to win this series. And they're going to need that to happen three out of the next four possible games. And so if the Clippers are going to win, it's going to be in seven. They're not going to come back and just sweep the Jazz right now. And we have seen how much of a home court advantage the Jazz have. So really, looking at Monday with the possibility of Conley being back, um, hoping that Donovan Mitchell is ready and available to play and that he just needed some ice just to feel better and that it is not a recurring ankle issue that was aggravated last time and he's and he hurt again is there's so there's a lot that needs to go right for me to feel super confident going into this next game but even if the clippers win this and it's 2-2 i'm still taking the jazz and i'm in large part because of home court and in large part because of how i believe the jazz are going to just outperform the clippers to a level we haven't seen yet when mike conley comes back and while i'm not sure if that will happen on monday i am relatively confident that that will happen on wednesday Um, The only way it doesn't happen on Wednesday, in my mind, is if the Jazz go and win Monday and feel confident enough about coming home and beating them on Wednesday, which I don't necessarily think they should feel that confident, but um, about closing it out in five. But that's the only way I don't see him coming back Wednesday, is if the Jazz lose um, without him on Monday. And that's, those are really my takeaways from this. Um, the Clippers did their best to keep Donovan Mitchell out of it at the beginning of the game. He ha- he still had a really good game. Um, from three, he was five of nine. Um, three of five from the line, so those two free th- missing those free throws weren't the best. But really, again, just just like the team as a whole, he shot um, fifteen shots from two, and he made six of them. So he was six of fifteen, um, which just doesn't fly like he needs to be better than that and the Jazz as a whole need to be better from that so better than that so again looking at kind of Bojan Clarkson and the Jazz's two-point shooting if any of those had performed better then the Jazz would have been in this and I don't know how the Donovan I don't know if Donovan would have come back into the game had the game been closer but those were kind of the three things that the Jazz needed to go their way that didn't go their way so I'll be watching that on Monday and I expect to see Boyan or Clarkson come back um, and have a much better game. And I expect to see the Jazz significantly improve from two-point land.
So th- those are my takeaways. Thank you for everyone who um, joining us for the game recap. If you're watching somewhere other than YouTube, you can come find our video on YouTube and watch the live chat afterwards. So we're going to see how long it goes. Typically goes a bit longer on wins. And so it might be a bit shorter tonight, but thanks again for watching. And we'll get here to the live chat in a second. This game was just kind of disappointing overall, especially where the Jazz got out, I think, to, was it 8-0 or 10-0? And it felt like we might just see another dominant performance, even if the Clippers were in it. Uh, even though they have been in games 1-2, one and, one and two, we might just see another dominant per- win from the Jazz, but we didn't get to see that. So, um, Garrett Nelson said, George had a lot of trouble in the fourth. Do you see him potential in trading him in the offseason? So... I don't know who's going to take Paul George and what you're going to get for him. Um, I feel like if you trade Paul George, you're going to be forced to trade a lot of picks with him. And the Clippers don't have picks to trade. All of those picks are in Oklahoma City. So I I don't think that's going to happen. I think they still have a lot of faith in Paul George. What I don't think is going to happen, um, but you know, if the Clippers fall out in the second round again to a team that they feel like they should have beat, is Kawhi Leonard staying in Los Angeles? Um, well, and maybe he's staying in Los Angeles, but is he staying with the Clippers? Since he's going to be a free agent this year, so is Kawhi Leonard going to leave if the Jazz win? And um, obviously the Jazz still have to win, and that's a completely different story in the offseason, but I'll be interested to see. I don't see a Paul George. Oh, wait. You're talking about Niang. No, I don't see any um, possibility of Niang getting traded. Um, he had a rough game tonight. You, you need to understand. So you need to find someone who's better than than Yang, which isn't necessarily hard, um, who's willing to play in the jazz system, which makes things a bit difficult, who's also willing being willing to be the eighth or ninth guy off the bench and play at the level that Yang does. So I, I don't think that um, Yang is going to get traded in the offseason. Well, obviously, that is a spot where the jazz could upgrade. I, I don't see it happening, but there it is a possibility. Um, Conley said that, sorry, Carter said that he's worried about Mitchell's ankle. I'm worried about Mitchell's ankle, too. Um, frankly, it was concerning to see him kind of come down on it funky and have to ice it. And I really just hope it was kind of preventative, but he did leave the court immediately, right? Like obviously he felt some pain there and makes you wonder if he just re-aggravated it when Paul George and him collided in this last game, if he hasn't been at a hundred percent when he's been playing and if that kind of led to this, but overall, um, that is definitely something to watch, especially where it looks like the Nuggets are going to get swept. And even if the Nuggets end up winning one or two more games, I think the Suns are going to have more rest going into the next series than the Jazz, which with the possibility of Conley not playing at 100% and Mitchell currently not being at 100% right now is definitely not the most optimistic thing you want to see. On the bright side, I do think the Eastern Conference Finals is going to go long. So if the Jazz make it that far, but then again, the Suns series might go long. So will they be able to rest up their players enough you know, with the possibility of progression. But again, they do have to win now. They can't go out and lose now. Winning now is definitely important to all of this happening. So, well, if anyone wants to keep chatting, please leave in the live chat. Definitely get that this game's not the funnest to chat about. Um, definitely, I don't have the takes I'd, I would like to have or just the, like the um, the fixes for this. I feel like this was just kind of, the Clippers coming out and having a really good game when the Jazz, again, like I said, from two, whether that's 
Um, I feel like a lot of it was missing good was missing good shots rather than the Clippers just having really good interior defense. So from that perspective, I'm not really concerned, but hopefully they can come out Monday and pull it out since if they tying up the series 2-2 makes the gives the Clippers a lot better chance of winning. So hopefully, you know, the Jazz are able to take a three one a dominant three one lead. We know those can disappear, but a dominant three one lead and then um the Jazz again, they've they learned from last season. So I don't if the Jazz get a three one lead, I don't see them dropping it. But two two definitely leaves a chance for the Clippers to be able to come out and take the series back. Travis Hodge said, I hope the Jazz win, but looking forward is the is the wrong is the wrong thing to do. No, that's fair. Um, these last couple games have definitely made me more willing to look forward, but you are right. Um, the jazz have to win right now. They have to win right now and looking forward definitely is kind of optimistic and not really focusing on what's going on in the moment. So you're definitely right. And I'll work on doing better at that. Um, C Chiver said, that was rough. I hope Mitchell is okay. Agreed. And I think that um, a lot is going to hinge on, it looks like Mitchell's health and Conley's health. It seems that everybody else on the roster is healthy, but both of those players are are struggling a bit. Um, and we'll see. I We'll see if Mitchell ends up taking a game off here anytime soon, but that's I don't think that's going to be something we're going to hear in the postgame tonight or anything like that. But he did definitely play. Um, he did not look like he had ankle issues up until the point where he left the game when he was limping. So I don't know how bad the George in, the um, George collision ended up being for him. So thank you so much for everyone tuning in. Um, really appreciate it. If you guys want to join us on Monday night, please do. We'd love to see you there. Um, we'll just I'll be doing the post game again after the Jazz take on the Clippers in Game Four. So thanks so much again, and everyone have a great night.